Wrestling Elitist. I'm your co-host Chris Scott Moore, joined as always with Sean Switchblade Nash. How's it going, buddy? Not as always. It was a shame to, to miss last week after Mania, but <laughs> good to be back. Good to have you. And then, of course, we have to have someone missing for the show today. Uh, unfortunately, Alex yeah. is out with a uh, extended family uh, personal issue, but he'll be back with us next week, and we hope everyone is doing uh, better in the interim. But this is our... Um, First show, just you and I kind of just coming back out yeah. together in a while. Yeah. So this hey, will be hey. fun just to kind of shoot the shit, bullshit, catch up, baby. See what's Take going on. Take us back to, to Mania Friday. Just two <laughs> yeah. boys hanging out. <laughs> Go back to Mania Friday when I was like just done with watching WrestleCon. Like I can't watch any more wrestling. <laughs> uh, that's definitely a sentiment going this going these couple next couple weeks yeah we'll kind of talk about that at the end of the show because i think we're all sort of burnt out a little bit on the program not that um anything is bad on television right now but just you have so much of it that's really of a high quality you do get burnt out a little bit but before we get into what our show is i just want to remind everyone to visit us at wrestlingelitist.com for all of our latest match reviews and articles um there was an article i wrote last week regarding jay white and free agency uh, that did really poorly. So fucking read it. Come on, guys. What the hell? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. they all know the end results. So. Yeah, it wasn't the it, it was not the long winded intro. It was, uh, you know, your fault for not reading it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but please read that article. It did uh, touch some That's light good. on a couple of things and just kind of what the future of free agency looks like within wrestling. Um, and then I'm going to have an article on Jeff Hardy. Uh, we'll talk about him later on in the show today as well. And also, if you want to keep up with us, uh, the best way to do that is to follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Elitist Podcast. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Wrestling Elitist Podcast as well. Uh, within our Twitter feed or Twitter page, you can see our link tree to find all of our kick-ass merch. So if you oh, wanted yeah. to get a Wrestling Elitist mug or a sports bra, now's your Dog fucking man. chance. You have the sports opportunity bra. to do it. So make sure that you do visit uh, both of those. But please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and if you can, give us a five-star review. I know that's the hackney way that everyone talks about their own podcasts and their shows, but it does help with the algorithms and gives us better placement. And our numbers have been going up, so we appreciate you supporting us. So share us with a friend if you enjoy what you hear and uh, support yes. us by visiting the website, which we've had a little bit of a boost due to uh, Mania season as well. So please visit us. But before we talk about um, any of the content today, Sean, let's go into what the format is. Uh, we're going to first start off with some some ever-changing news, it seems, and then hit you with our favorite matches, moments, cringe of the weeks, and what we're looking forward to, or maybe what we're not looking forward to in the next uh, coming weeks, months. All right, so let's start as always. CM Punk. He's back, baby. He's back. But this time they mean it, <laughs> supposedly. Yeah. Um. So before we go into just kind of what the summation of everything is and what the rumors are, are you getting sick of just hearing about him coming back? Is it just getting annoying to you? Are you excited about it? Where's um, your Where's your vantage point at right now? The the bit of excitement comes from the possibility of having that six the three uh, three man match with the elite and FTR and him, but uh, other than that, no. Uh, I was kind of having the, the the fickle feelings of a wrestling fan where I was immediately, oh, hell yeah, let's have him back. But then just the sounds of having to kind of s- split the roster into people who could be problematic for him and not on the Saturday show and all that just still still kind of rubs me the wrong way. And 
I just have the feeling and the thought that we're going to have the the bitching CM Punk at some point in the near future yeah. when he's he's annoyed about something else. Yeah, and I think the one thing that hurts my interest in him coming back, it's not necessarily even him. It's just the anytime there's he so much as farts, there's a you know mm-hmm. link to like, hey, the new latest CM Punk thing, and it always gets in my feed, and I can't ever get out of it because the fucking social media elves know that I like CM Punk, and so they want to like feed this to me. Yeah. They could never escape it. Yeah, and so it's like it's not even so much his fault. It's just the people who. Um, post whatever's on Fightful or those sources you know. and journalists, right? Exactly. Um, okay, but for those who are unaware, the latest rumor is is that CM Punk is quote unquote willing to come back. He's slated um, to come back on a date. Slated to come back now, according to Fightful. This is just in that he's going to come back in on the June twenty something um, dynamite that is going to be in Chicago. There's a willingness to work with the elite. Uh, and then what Sean hinted at was that the um, Warner Brothers Discovery has floated the idea of having separate rosters or some soft roster split with that addition of the Saturday show. And that will be a, I guess, kind of easy way to keep um, heated crowds separated. So what are your thoughts on all this shit? Just if you have to do that, this kind of seems like bad optics or something. I don't know. Um uh, the this the roster split I don't know that ever really made me super happy with WWE especially in the later years but I don't know that I want to see that now with AEW maybe it would be a good thing maybe more people would actually get a shine and have stories that could flourish that aren't going to just be overshined by in the two hours that the elite BCC and everyone else MJF needs on Dynamite so that could be good uh, my only hope is that him him being willing to being the first person, I guess, to come out willing to, to work with the elite or rather than the other way around sounds a bit like he kind of understands that he had some wrongdoing in, in his part in that whole all out fallout. So hopefully we can see better things out of CM Punk, but also yesterday he just posted himself, see uh, his face image on. Yeah. So he's, he's always <laughs> gonna be just throwing shit. Yeah. So, uh, I just the don't thing, know, I really don't know how to feel. Yeah, and and I'm I'm right there with you. The thing that I get kind of hung up on is I keep hearing and I keep hearing and seeing this word willingness. You're mm-hmm. willing or do you want to? Willing means like okay, I'm uh, whatever. I'll fucking willing. share a locker room with you whatever. And yeah. then that's just going to perpetuate the same thing. And he's going to have a meltdown and something's going to get under his skin and he's not going to communicate effectively and blow up about it because that's his track record mm-hmm. or so we believe that's what influences his great bombs but wanting to work with someone is different and i hope that's it's a, a want to as opposed to like well i guess i can because it does it does sound and this may be totally not his fault and just the way that it's written um mm-hmm. but if there's a willingness it's it kind of goes back to big timing that he did in the post in the uh, press conference where it's like these fucking the guys person. couldn't run a target. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm teaching these guys how to run the business kind of comments and just I'm a bigger star than everyone in these fucking morons. I work with children like granted all of that had uh, he had a, a reason behind it and there were sentiments sure. that made sense. But it also goes back to, OK, like, do you just not want to really be here? 
is just making you unhappy and no one wants to see him be unhappy again still we've seen that life. Like, yeah we've seen that enough yeah we we, we we know how that show goes um so hopefully he comes back but he comes back as a changed person now are we ever going to know what if he did make amends if he did apologize that should really be not for us it's almost like that mm-hmm. should be so private and it doesn't get on fightful it doesn't get on uh melter shit it's always just between the guys and between the boys in the back yeah like I would like, yeah i would rather um we not know and like everything gets settled but at the same point i think it does hurt his legacy if you don't know if he actually did squash shit and he moved on and he was the bigger person there was talks of two of him talking with chris jericho to kind of see if there was a possibility if they could just work it out jericho was very uh talk uh talked a lot about how he kind of was just a a shithead to work with at the end of all that. Yeah. So, so we'll see how things go. I think one of the things that's going to bite punk though, is like he made that big to do about hangman and said, the apology needs to be public. Mm. And I wonder if that's going to be something that fans uh, have a receipt for and expect him to have some semblance of an apology publicly um, to move on. But if he's going to come back as a heel, which I imagine he would, he's probably going to say it and then someone's going to be like, come out and cut a promo against yeah. him. So who just knows? Put, it, put it on an episode of AEW all access and we'll, we'll all be happy. We'll yeah. all watch that. Then I'll be sure to watch it. I love yeah. knowing what's going on with Ty yeah. and Sammy. Oh gosh, the worst. I haven't even watched. I think I watched like one episode. I still like I, I taped the, the next two, but with I'm so behind on so many wrestling you got anyways right yeah. now. I can't. Yeah. And I have a kid. Yeah, I watched five minutes before we got on this and quickly. Nah. <laughs> okay, well, let's go into the positives. <laughs> what was your match of the week, Sean? Uh, this was this was pretty tough. Anticipation and match of the week were kind of tough for me. Um, I kind of chose the the one that was a little more palpable in the fact that it went on first and had the, the match result that it did first. Uh, Darby Allen defeating Swerve. Great fun match. Those two know how to yeah. get the shit out of each other. Alex texted us early in the match and said, oh, my God. And there's too many spots in that match that I was kind of like, I I don't know what that could have actually been with, with yeah. when I actually looked at it. But fun match. Um, loved the little sight of Darby just biting Swerve's foot. Just what a, what a sick bastard. But uh, that poison Rana to the outside, uh, just insane what these, those two are willing to do with each other. And then it, it ended with uh, the last upper roll-up win, which... Okay, Darby's done it enough, but second match in the night, um, uh, Orange Cassidy retaining his title over Buddy Murphy. Same roll-up finish, just different style. Last Supper's a little more easy to kind of understand of how it's how it works and how he can actually hold him in there with what Orange Cassidy did. Just I'm over it. I was really kind of hoping that that would have been the the end of the Orange Cassidy uh, Intercontinental title, whatever the hell it's called, because that was a Great false finish end with Buddy Murphy in that curb stomp. But two great matches. Yeah, two great matches. I think they were very good. And both the guys have, I put in my article at wrestlingleaders.com, baby, mm-hmm. um, how they both are great pairs and they're great dancing partners and they both bring the best out of each other. Um, Darby and Swerve are really great. And I hope they do get a chance to do a pay per view program because they've had a couple of good matches here and there. I think they did have uh, maybe one on Rampage or something along those lines before previously, but it's been a while since they've wrestled. Um, yeah. Darby, God, he just seems like a guy that. 
and he he was bleeding and he did the Mick Foley trick that he did in the uh wrestling with shadows or whatever the hell the wrestling documentary um, is with like yeah. Mick Foley and Jake and whatever. Oh um, sad movie. Sad movie. Yeah, whatever the hell that movie was called. Yeah. But um, right. he did that but Mick like teaches his kids how to like sell like if you get like a bloody lip, you gotta add saliva to make it seem bloodier. Yeah. And Darby did that. And so by association it made me think of Mick. It was like, God, I wonder if guys think they can just maybe take liberties with Darby. Like he's like, oh, he's not going to feel it. Not to accuse Swerve of anything, but it just that thought came in my mind. And I was like, oh, God, I hope he's protective of himself, too, because he is so giving to yeah. wrestlers. And he does take those crazy spots like the Brian Cage spot last week. Like the, you do hope at some point he's like, hey, you stiff me, you fucker. Like, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> There's too many people that he seems like he has a relationship with where he's just like the rag doll to their yeah. um, roid rage. Right. That, hopefully it's not being taken advantage of for sure no and and swerve didn't do anything seemingly that i saw that was like okay that was thunder rosa shit right there dude i don't know what the hell was that about <laughs> but but um yeah you do wonder that uh about darby and then going off on your uh critique of the buddy murph or buddy matthews and uh orange cassidy match i love that too i thought that was a that, that was a fantastic match with awesome false finishes i hope that buddy won the title he didn't but he seems yeah. like he could easily win it and do the kind of the same thing that orange cassidy did and have a good run where you're defending every week and having banger matches he could pull that off too but like you said there's a there was a weird fuck up with the show of having the same finishes continuously yeah. like they both did the roll-up stuff and then there were so many segments where it ended with the baby face getting beat down. And then after a shit Minutes. kicking, their friend comes down way after the fact. Yeah, you you put that in the article. That's great. Just shitty friends. They are like that's th- like like the elite. That was almost my cringe. If Jeff Hardy <laughs> didn't come back, that would have been my cringe. Like, first of all, why does Cutler and Nakazawa need to have any sort of a comeback a and have match. an offense in that uh, match? In kayfabe, why the hell would they be allowed to wrestle? um the bcc knowing that they're going to get murdered right like it just none of it made sense it, the whole thing was just like what it just was so self-indulgent i was like <laughs> come on guys what the fuck yeah i AEW's- love that storyline though but like that was a weird like this was a weird like what the hell did you guys do this weird, weird way to get to the end result yeah, yeah. AEW like kind of tends to have that problem where it just seems like the bookers aren't talking to each other and um the yeah. same thing happens on two matches or the same same kind of promo, backstage promo, just yeah, little, little fixes and just little nitpicking by us, but we're elitists. So well, yeah, there's a you know, the name Come, comes from a uh, comes from a good place and comes, comes with the territory. Place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong; like this wasn't a shitty show by any means, but it no. was very much so like a Attitude Era raw kind of a show and. When you do 52 of these things a week, not everyone's going to be, this is the best yeah. show of all time. And typically like dynamites are really, really good where you do have that feeling of like, wow, this is the best show of the year. Mm-hmm. You do think that thought frequently. But again, if you put so many on each year, there's going to be some shows that are like, okay, that was kind of a little more filler, whatever. a little less fire. Yeah. yeah. And next week it looks like there's going to be more stuff that has, I don't know. Is there good shit? Yeah. Like I miss some of the Hobbs and, um, Ward though are going to have their blow off and then there's oh. another blow off that was like oh okay they're doing it finally hmm. oh Swerve and Keith Lee I'm sorry oh yeah because he attacked yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. okay what was your match of the week my match of the week was the uh, New Japan 
uh, Mercedes Monet AMZ and Hazuki three way. That yeah. was that was incredible. I thought that was one of the best um, women's matches I've seen in a long, long time. I think that was better than anything at WrestleMania, which was a great. Those those two were great matches as two well. Two good ones, yeah. But I thought this was um, just executed at such a high, fast level. There was none of the, and I kind of shit on uh, some parts of North American women's wrestling for doing this, where there's the race walking. There's intricate spots that they don't have the capacity to pull pull off. There's phony looking cooperation. And then um, you kind of get the sick feeling in your stomach that they're only on TV because then sends them a dick pic and they didn't like report them or something. Like you just never know. Yeah. (laughs) But no, this was this was all fury and they just went bang, 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 bang. And they were at a high intensity. And Mercedes didn't look lost wrestling these two like she belonged with them and it made me really appreciate stardom and made me want to get into stardom and made me want to watch more of it and i think it does help new japan feel a little bit more uh, all-inclusive all-encompassing yeah and just fresher like new japan has the same fucking people for the last like six years it's the same roster and there's nothing to freshen up the card and this is a really smart way to just make things feel a little bit fresh Granted, it's only one match, and God forbid you have you know women appear on the show frequently. That'd be that'd be terrible. Japan, but uh, <laughs> but whatever. It's it it was a very good match, and I was very happy with it. And it was um, a good show. I mean, that was a banger ass show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to catch it. Yeah. So I, Mercedes, that was my match of the week for sure. She's she's wrestling like a, a heel gimmick, right? So are the other were the other two more of like a. Uh, a baby face kind of role or like trying to get you in it the whole time or were they um one was and then one was like a tweener okay when so, it weaseled yeah. into the, the three-way um match and uh, i think that was hazuka am i pronouncing that right i was impressed by her though she was really really good i thought like that was the like oh wow i'm gonna watch more of her matches so uh and that's always a good thing is you know if you see a match that you don't really know the performers Mm-hmm. And you finish it and go like, oh, shit, I have to watch more of their stuff. That's always a fun yeah. feeling to uh, discover someone new. Yeah, totally. It's a, the beauty of WrestleMania weekend. You'll always find someone new and just a little late. And you always have 10 speedball matches to watch. <laughs> Funny up. Fall in love easily. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go into moment of the week. Um, I enjoyed the the elite getting their revenge on the the BCC, um, mainly in hopes of what Alex has said previously on making Detroit the blood and guts town, bring blood and guts back here, and we're we're coming up on that. So have this story go till then and put it in blood and guts and get I don't know you bring Hangman Page back into the elite. You have your fourth member, and then four on four, maybe you get a fifth. I don't know, maybe throw Brandon Cutler in there, but another. To both teams would be fun. Just good to see these two really get back. And I'm glad to see the young bucks weren't going to be as gone as long as it kind of sounded yeah. like it was about to be. It sounded like it was about to be an injury, but I don't know how they came out of that. Probably all access would tell me, but just glad to see that we got some good wrestling to come. That's six months from now. We'll see it on all access. Yeah, that's true. We'll see, uh, <laughs> see Matt working on his shoulder backstage. Um, no, so uh, yeah, you know, I think if they did blood and guts and they had a five person match uh, or five guys on each team, maybe you do Coda and oh, then really get yeah. crazy and do Nigel McGinnis on the Buckle Combat Club sign. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, Jesus Christ, that would be nuts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
hopefully everyone stays safe, but you know, you never know. (laughs) Maybe they can be their backups in case there is an injury. But I think, I mean, like I like a four on four a little bit more just so it can make the match a little bit quicker. Sure. And at a certain point, it's like, okay, another guy coming in, another heat building segment like it does get a little bit redundant so Mm -hmm. especially live when you you don't have like any kind of break in the the screen or picture in picture it's just like okay yeah santana uh santana was clearly injured the whole time it's people just dead in the corner playing dead and yeah but four four would be better but that would just be a very hot match I'd be so pissed though if they do blood and guts again at Detroit and they have like crash ramp out there again. <laughs> it's like fuck again. Rinse and repeat. They just like never learned. Uh, they like, didn't. Tony's favorite spot. He's like, oh, it's part of the match. You have to have it. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh god. All right, my moment of the week. Um, I enjoyed seeing Sonata win the IWGP title. That's huge. Um, never thought he would do that actually, and they no. kind of were a little bit like throwing shade on Goto on the commentary. They're like, well, yeah, Heroku Goto never won the belt. And, like, he just want to end up like him kind of thing. He sort of played that card a little oh, wow. bit, or maybe that was my, I don't know, cynical interpretation of it. But was it um, a wrestler? Yeah, it was uh, Kevin Kelly and um, Chris the Englishman. Okay, just uh, those two. Commentary. Yeah, they did a great job. Like, those two are a fantastic. I like pair, their commentary. Uh, pair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sonata winning the belt. Like I just didn't think that was going to happen ever. His mm-hmm. new look is cool. It's like Antonio Inoki with the Miz's gear. Uh, maybe not so much the Miz gear, but whatever. <laughs> um, but he does have like a weird Inoki kind of like chin Jolly, and appearance. Sure. Yeah, he does the have hair. that like kind of look where he looks like an IWGP champion. So mm-hmm. it's another guy with a title that's different. I don't think it's going to be as deflating for the fan base as it was when like Evil won it. I oh think gosh, there's yeah. some momentum here. Sonata always does really well in the G1 where he doesn't have shitty matches. Um, he's just never been the guy. So, never. And, you know, it's interesting. Let's see where it goes. I don't know if he's the right guy to build a Wrestle Kingdom or, um, yeah, like a Wrestle Kingdom off of next year. Mm-hmm. And if you do Sonata versus Okada, that maybe would fall f- a little bit flat, but. Who knows? Like maybe you'll have a good run and we'll see where it comes from. It. Yeah. Uh, when they got rid of their, their intercontinental title, I just thought there was, there was no good title that Sonata is going to win in his career. And this, yeah. that's completely insane that he's left LIJ joined just five guys, which just seems like the weirdest uh, group in the world. Yeah. But to, to win this now, but good for him. I, I've definitely never saw this coming. This would have just been a, a wasted Sakura Genesis, just kind of like normal. Like there's not going to be a title change of that magnitude, but that changes it. And they, they really need it because they're just floundering for stars. And if they can yeah. make this guy into something, it's good. Like you said, with evil, with evil, it was immediately just cringe, but with Sonata, for some reason, it kind of feels just like there's a, a new horizon to come. There's some, some new stories that, uh, goto can come out with or gato can come out with so hopefully big things to come i would like to see maybe a little naito and sonata kind of battle because of the old um old lij member yeah but, allegiance that they have yeah, yeah um if you haven't had a chance go on new japan world and watch genesis it's a now, great yeah. show um the we'll aussie open later. win was great like it, yeah, it was sweet. all good it was a very very good show yeah. um the good people, the right people won. Yeah. And it just, helps. and it felt interesting and you could feel the crowd into it and they felt like they had momentum. Um, and I 
you know, you want to see New Japan succeed. Like it's a, they have such a great roster, but um, they're getting gobbled up a little bit right now. And uh, they just didn't have a lot of momentum coming in and out of the pandemic. So hopefully things shift for them and they bring in new wrestlers and hopefully they do something different again with the actual wrestlers they use for the G1. I know that's always our favorite time of the year in terms mm-hmm. of wrestling tournaments. The best tournament um, in the world. But boy, they got to get some new guys so it's not the same people losing yeah. the same <clears throat> matches and being the bottom of their their group. As the the main champion of New Japan now, is there anyone you'd like to see him wrestle at Forbidden Door too? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know if there's someone champion versus champion and make immediately falls stands out. Um yeah, like he's so, he's so weird. It's a weird, and now he's got even an, a new kind of style too. That what does I he fall in line? Yes, Eddie Kingston. Oh, yeah. You know, like maybe that would be the person because it's someone who can take a loss. Give him kind someone, of some, give yeah. him some kind of story arc on New Japan Strong or something, and right. Yeah. And like he needs Sonata needs to win. Oh, totally. whoever the champion is is going to need to win. Um, and you don't want to kill anyone on the AEW side but it can't be too obvious and so eddie kingston could be someone i think adam cole would be like good but maybe they don't want to see him lose also yeah yeah he's still too fresh off the injury to to want to have that loss yeah eddie kingston would be a good one yeah okay moving on let's get negative let's go into what our cringe of the week was i think we're on the same page with this one yeah i'm not looking forward to reading your article on it jeff hardy coming back (laughs) This is something that we t- we talked about forever ago. We never really wanted to see him again. That picture came out of they came working out in a gym not too long ago. And should have seen it coming. He's back, and it was just it was awful. Alex texted like, "Isn't this the same way he came out last time? Just a, a beaten down, saving a Mad Hardy and he didn't private do party." This. Yeah, the, he, he did. He did do that awesome dance. Though. He showed off his art a little bit on that chair, but he yeah he didn't do his hip thrusts. Just uh. Uh, it don't need it don't want it uh it's going to be my bathroom break or beer break when if he's out at uh lca when we go in in may yeah and kind of what the tone of my article is and i like like you want to be delicate but at the same point it's like you want him to be yes everyone wants him to be to stay sober everyone wants him to have a successful private life Mm -hmm. but you also kind of want to see him fail professionally so he's not wrestling anymore because that's it's not what safe it's going to take. Yeah. And it's like, and it's a weird, like, okay, how do you mentally balance that, that difference? And does that make you a shitty human being? Well, no, I think it, what it does is if he's wrestling still, it's only going to add the, to the likelihood that he falls off the wagon and relapses, harms yeah. himself or harms someone else. Um, and let's yeah. not forget. And I made a joke in my article about it. I mean, I word it a little bit differently, but it's not like this is like the benefit specialist at the office who had a Long Island iced tea and drove home a little cook from Applebee's. He was fucking done. Like he yeah, was so toasted. goddamn drunk. He was carrying around that milk jug. He was probably fucking yeah, had a full like, thing of there's alcohol. A, there's a world of difference in its two decades of him been giving second chances, a second chance, a second chance, a second chance. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, and this is what I was going to ask you too. Do you think that that the sentiment is I don't want to see this guy in my TV anymore because I just don't trust he won't fuck up? Um, or do you think people are genuinely happy to see him? 
I want to think that wrestling isn't that carny to to just be like, oh, oh, Jeff's back. Good to see him back on the road. Um, I I don't know because Big Man always had that. Um, I'm not going to have an Olympic wrestler die in my ring with with Kurt Angle and his pill addiction. That why why we're so gung ho on getting Jeff Hardy back so fast that maybe it is just like well if if we can kind of keep them around and manage them. We could be the, we could be the girl to fix them, but I don't, I really don't. Yeah. I want them to do it all in private and not have to hear about it because it, it, I only, I know wrestling's only going to make it worse with him. It's, it's only gotten worse in his life. So yeah, it's just, it's sad and it we is. don't want it to hurt anyone else because of his poor decisions. No, no, and the other thing too, and I and I'll put this in the article as well. It's not like he's working a um, Minoru Suzuki style, where he's the old guy who like makes goofy faces and you do chops, then he grabs a hold. He's gonna fall uh, off a fucking yeah. ladder from forty feet. Headlock takeover is his biggest yeah, move. Yeah, like he's no. he's going to wrestle an aggressive. He's gonna jump off another ladder. Style. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna kill his back, and he's gonna want to numb the pain a little. And I, I would, to a certain extent, like, how would you not want to? Like, like how could you manage uh, to do that sober? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't imagine. I'm drinking a Miller Lite right now. There's just really just no justification for the the abuse of it all. And I, fingers crossed he can get it, uh, get it under control, but I'm not holding my breath. Well, you know what? I was hoeing weeds and working in the backyard all day. And I you. managed to drink guns. a Bud Zero. Oh, so. hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at you. You could still drive. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice meal in a can right there for you. Goddamn right. Mm. It's so funny because I'll drink these and I'm like 50 calories. Man, zero sugar. This is healthy beer. <laughs> oh, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> this shit's good for you. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So the it's a tough situation. You know, you you hope that he's a changed person, but I, I just don't believe so cynically. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you don't know what's, um, you just don't have any assurance that he's changed and the track it does leave you saddened to see him because yeah, there's a lot of great memories that he's given us, but 100%. there's, um, that is, uh, just the value of, okay. The entertainment value is so much less than the, concern you have of what's this guy going to do when he's back in his old routine when things Mm -hmm. are hard what's he going to do then and um his last fuck up was so severe and the fact that he didn't go to jail for an extended long period of time makes me think and makes me guess that he didn't have enough of a warning right yeah like this is going to continue to be a problem in the the Punishment hasn't been enough to fit the crime. Like, no, in his in his mind to stop. Yeah. So. You you hope you're wrong. You hope he's okay. You hope there's a good yeah. story at the end of this. But hopefully, doesn't like a stranger family or anything. Just to yeah the 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 struggles you put on them and the drain you are on them. That, I don't know. Best of luck. Yeah. Hopefully, Allison Chain's covers are worth more than Bobby. <laughs> do that it's making shitload of money doing that and doing your finger pains dude uh, but 
Okay, well. I was can crack a laugh. Yeah, well, all right, moving on. So let's go into what we're anticipating. Yeah. We're both kind of on the same page here. Yeah, this, this time kind of just has come across us a little too much. We've we've been burnt out with wrestling. We had just a long, long WrestleMania weekend. And last weekend was Sakura Genesis. So you have that even flowing into the week after it's time for that post-mania lull and things are really going to heat up in Detroit, especially this summer for uh, all things wrestling. So it's a good time to kind of slow down. I catch up on some new Japan, catch up on some old stuff that you want to watch or have reasons to watch things. You always write articles on old stuff. So plenty of stuff I'm sure will come from there, but we need this time to kind of just slow down, get ready for what will be SummerSlam in our town, uh, AEW show, GCW show, um, the all in show all out forbidden door. It just, the hits keep on coming. Yeah. It's, um, It'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit burnt out from all the wrestling that was going on. And because it was so good too, like mm-hmm. I wanted that can to watch only that. um that momentum can only be up for so long before it's like almost makes you unappreciate uh good wrestling. I don't know. So I do want to take a little bit of a break. I think I'm still like three weeks behind in Ring of Honor. Um I need to check out Ring of Honor still. Yeah. Ringo Loco is going to be on, so that might get me to actually watch. Oh, okay, yeah. I still have to watch the Vikingo and Blake Christensen or Blake oh. Christ- that match. Yeah. Um, and hard. then I have like the week before and then the one that just is dropping now. Um, and then mm-hmm. I wanted to watch on New Japan World. Uh, Meltzer gave five and 5.25 stars to Shingo and Aaron Hanari. When was this? Recently? Yeah, it was like before Genesis, like a couple days before Genesis. Mm, okay. So I wanted to check it out. Um, I don't know if I'll think give that the same grading. Maybe uh, Hanari's been someone who's really improved from what yeah. I felt like I, we started seeing him as to, to now, his his new United Empire gimmick. I just realized that sounded so stupid. Like, I don't, I don't grade things the same way as Dave. My star uh, ratings are better. 5.33, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's only a, a 4.75, Dave. Dude. Come on. Yeah. We wouldn't even get a, its own article on our page. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, God, that sounds pathetic. But no, I do want to check that out. And then uh, someone on YouTube, I just subscribed to their channel. They have like all Illegal of these screams. old episodes of 1990 primetime wrestling and then you can't find that on the network no they only have like three on the network for whatever Uh, reason like uh, the network is dumb with like air peacock yeah they like will throw it back they'll have like all of 86 87 80 or no all of 87 88 89 and then just some episodes sprinkled that they stopped Hmm. like uploading the full thing and they do that with like superstars and wrestling challenge and so this guy's channel has like some old um superstars from 87 wrestling challenge from 91 that was the prime of my fandom so i'll be watching that while i'm on paternity leave with the uh kid nice Um, Nice. so be fun to have on in the background Hmm. perfect yeah send that link to the um the the group chat oh yeah it's that might be good nice for just, all of just us. good like bobby heenan gorilla monsoon shit it's just awesome stuff oh, cool yeah um okay cool and then other things that are going on in the wrestling world what it's been kind of a there? slow week um yeah. so tickets went on sale for SummerSlam, and then some yeah. of the pre-sales no. were going on for wembley um what did you see for SummerSlam so far uh SummerSlam, i had my lion's 
pre-sale with from Ford Field, and I had um, just the regular WWE one, and I think another one from Ticketmaster. Nothing came in lower than I think two hundred dollars for like the God. the back row of the nosebleeds. Jeez, uh, four hundred dollars was like the cheapest to sit on the floor, and there's just so much on the on the field that there's no way you're going to have a good view. There's going to be signs and fans standing up everywhere that $400 for sitting 10 rows back is not worth it. And I refuse to pay four digits for a, for a wrestling ticket. No. Did you get a sense of what the stage or setup is like? Are they like, I'm sure they're blocking sections, right? They're not. Yeah. So, um, and it'd be perfect to my my uh, lion season tickets uh, in section 133, but they're going to come <laughs> out of the tunnel. It looked like kind of was going to be the ramp, which makes the most sense. Okay. Um. So I don't know how to explain it. Um. The corner of the end zone that's closest to I-75, I guess, would be perfect where for they, everyone that's not in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> just you, you got to know, yeah. but uh, um. It's it's weird. It still only looked like it was going to cover about like half the field from oh, where okay. they were going to set it, like set the ring out and have all these little sections and tiers of of uh, field level seating that was like A through Z. So I don't know how it's going to work out. I guess they made it work in Nashville last year, right? So yeah. they can do it again. But I don't know. Uh, given the look, given the the price. I'm not really interested in in thinking about going. Yeah, well, I'm not allowed to go. If you go to wrestlinglatest.com, you can take a look at my article about Detroit SummerSlam, as I called it then, about my inability to go because of my wedding anniversary. What a chump. Oh, God, I really thought it was a month later. I was totally did you not thought, did not think it was then. You thought you could get married in any season other than football season and you'd be fine, but yeah. No, God, you're, you're screwed everywhere else. Ugh, it's awful. <sighs> and then stuff, uh, Alex sent us something on the prices for the Wembley show. And yeah. I mean, drastically different sounding from if, if the conversions I were doing right for the pound um, looked like 37 bucks for like the, the cheapest seats and 400 for the highest level. I can't remember what he yeah, said. Um, Didn't seem ridiculous. No, and and it's so funny, like talking about tickets for both events. It's either it's going to be such a like Venn diagram of how you view the success and stability of both companies. Like, if SummerSlam doesn't sell sixty six thousand tickets, it's they've ruined Cody. And if like <laughs> Wembley doesn't <laughs> sell eighty thousand tickets, it's Tony Khan's on Coke and they're going to go out of business. Like, I just love how those yeah. things are. That has to be how you view it. Like, uh-huh. God forbid. I don't think there's any way they don't come damn near close to a sellout if they if they don't because just when you go over international borders and we don't see that kind of wrestling all too often, people will make their way out. I yeah, mean, it's it's just natural. I would be shocked if both shows don't do incredibly well in terms of attendance. I, I would in think SummerSlam. You mean or yeah, I think they're going to both do really really well because I mean even uh, WWE is going to be over there not too. Not too uh, long before July or June, I think July that's when they're doing Money in the Bank. Whenever Money in the Bank is now, I, I forget. Like they moved, <sighs> Nick Khan moved their schedule around, so I don't know like when that's falling. Yeah, the Puppet Master. Yeah, mm. yeah, <laughs> that. But meh, 
it's again just summer events there's a plethora yeah lots of going on this summer okay and then the other thing i wanted to bring up and i don't know how much a couple other things i thought meets on the bone here but um bullet club gold so that's what jay white is calling the AEW version of bullet club do you just wish it was bullet club or just wish it was dead and they didn't do bullet club anymore I wish it was dead. I kind of are not, I don't Bullet Club is always going to be a thing, but I think it's going to be a thing that's always been better in the past and just uh, iteration after iteration kind of took steps down. Uh, Just do your own thing, Jay White. You can bring around juice, I guess, but just don't go under the moniker of Bullet Club. That kind of has been best to stay in New Japan. And even when WWE kind of toyed with bringing it over with the club and, and all that, it just... It's best in New Japan, and even the the state of the New Japan Bullet Club isn't that great right now. That Ooh, God. the name doesn't really bring the same reverence no. that it did back in early two or yeah two thousands late two thousands. It's a now. bad it's a bad cover version right now. For yeah, sure. David Finley is your leader. Then no, but yeah, I, what'd you call it earlier? Uh, NWO two thousand. Yeah, Just, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, right. Mm. I mean, maybe if Tony bought the rights to Bullet Club outright and then it was like, okay, no, we're Bullet Club and this is whatever. But then if that's the case, then you'd want to have the Bucks and Kenny in it. Yeah, you'd uh, there'd have to be some kind kind of of silly for them to not be part of it. And then I don't know. You have Jay White who kind of kicked out Kenny Omega of Bullet Club. Like you need to have this power struggle storyline and how does it work afterwards? And just, I don't know. It's so messy with the way it's, it's all gone, but. They could do it, I guess. But it, it also kind of shows to how crowded their roster is. Not that it's a bad thing. AEW? Because it's, yeah, but it, it's so good that they have one of the best rosters of all time. If you think about it, really, Ooh. like they have some of the best wrestlers ever oh, um, under one roof. But you do like splitting the shows, I think, isn't an entirely a bad idea. Like I would not be um, opposed to them just having, again, like an AEW brand and a Ring of Honor brand. With with how good the roster is and how how spread out that talent is, it it behooves them, I guess, to to do a yeah a second two hour show or whatever it'll be, just to to have everyone get some some deserved spotlight. As long as they also get rid of Rampage, then <laughs> they're just, that does not that show does not need to exist if they're going to have a Saturday show. Yeah, yeah, that that could truly just be another episode of Dark that you release on YouTube. Yeah. I, I do wonder though how that show would do in Saturdays during college football season. Like that to me oh is a little bit of like programming suicide and for Warner brothers discovery to be okay with it. Like I, you'd think they know something we don't know, but to me, like I would wonder like, God, that's just not going to do well, but right. maybe there's a, okay, we're never going to, we're never going to get college football because of how much money it costs. This no. is our way of, some semblance of counter programming. I don't know, but is there a time slot before like like the prime Saturday night football game and like the middays? Or I mean, nooners? that six o'clock slot would be the best one though, because like because they yeah. t- they talked about the show being six o five, or that was the rumor based on the old TBS show. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a there's a game at noon, there's a game at three thirty, and then there's sometimes some. Like- random start games that are like five or six based on what coast you're on. But there is a little bit of a gap between the eight game and then the later game. So Mm -hmm. maybe that would make sense. But I think also two people are so burnt out from watching television 
at least if you're me, like, like by the oh. time it's like six or seven o'clock, I'm like, damn, I need to like go outside and talk to someone. And a couple of wobbly pop- pops. You're, yeah. you're taking a nap on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. A couple That's... of bowls of loudmouth soup. <laughs> <laughs> loudmouth soup. That's great. I miss being single just because that was like my, my existence in my old apartment. I'd like wake up at like nine pound of beer to, uh, you know, the, be alive. the dog that bit me and then, and then have beer during game day mm. and be like seven or eight beers deep before it's like three 30. It's just normal <laughs> just, and fine. Just watch beer, just have beer all day and watching college football. God. But buy a case specifically for that weekend. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, the weight I gained. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, oh, and then one other thing one too. Thing, yeah. yeah, I want to get into this just because I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, Bring there it. was a lot of um, scuttlebutt on uh, wrestling Twitter about wrestlers taking pictures with fans and people feeling uh, like they missed out an opportunity and what's appropriate, what's not. And I know like never. Sean Waltman got into it with a couple of fans who said like, "Oh, you're a dick," and he's like, "No, I'm always like good to everyone. I'll always take a picture." And I was you know, nice to people. And then there are some good stories from Lance Storm and, uh, and uh, Axe again about like, just not wanting to disappoint fans. But I think there is a sensitivity that fans have of like, like you don't want to be that asshole who shows up at the airport and makes Rhea Ripley sign, you know, people your people, and stuff. Yeah. but I, uh, no, the, these people don't owe you anything or any kind of autograph or anything. Once they get off their plane, out of their gate or out of their hotels, that it's just coming off a of mania weekend. You see everyone kind of post their photos of with some of the wrestlers, and you can kind of kind of gather the location just by like the the setting of the room, and you can tell oh, oh they're at an airport, and you can tell by the face of the wrestler that's just like I just got off a four hour flight, and you have four posters in front of me trying to sign and you want a photo just it's it's not me it's not what i want i'm also way too we've ran into uh, a couple wrestlers on one flight um going to florida and i take an edible before i get on every plane and i'm not in any (laughs) kind of shape to 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 hound or badger these people to to give a give me a photo or anything that's they can do what they want but i just think it's tacky and maybe say hey hello love your work but don't uh yeah you can see in their faces on like some of these photos that are just like they don't want to be doing it it just seems so sad and i don't know i I, and i don't understand like why you would want to you only get so much time with someone anyways like why would you want to use it on hold on let me get my picture my phone and just wasting all that time and just testing their patience as opposed to having like a human interaction right yeah just saying you're appreciative of the things they do and the way they do it, not uh, asking them for even more to give to you. Like imagine how creeped out DDP would have been if in that elevator oh. you were like, and tell me, hey, Dally, give me a picture, bro. Yeah. And let me tell you, that was really going through my head to be just like, I, I had to, t- I had to start off with like, I, I love DDP yoga. I'm not even going to go with wrestling. I, I got to go like out of bounds. Your, your offshoot of your second business. I I was freaking out in that that elevator to just be like, don't come off as that creep who stalked him all the way to his hotel, because that's just that's not what you need for the rest of this trip. <laughs> but but uh, good on those people who have no shame who can just do that because that's that's weird to me. I saw someone who took a photo with um, 
damage control, what looked in like a, a hallway of a hotel, like the rooms, like almost followed them up to their rooms or just kind of uh. happenstance that did that. I just don't believe that happens on happenstance. So it's just creepy to me. Yeah. Doing that to girls is creepy too. Like yeah. just the, like the weird pictures. That's gotta be of, a struggle week for those, those ladies of wrestling uh, to have to like have a guy touch you. That has the potential to be a school shooter who like wants to touch in that picture. Like it's all those same guys. They all and look exactly the same, but it's like, hasn't God. showered all week. Yeah, yeah. Just, you can just, we love you. You can just fans. guess he we smells do. of his balls smell of vinegar and stuff. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, not for us to just be those autograph hounds and picture seekers. Yeah. I can't imagine like what that would do to your soul too, to be like, uh, sure. I'll take a picture. Just like once that gets old, like it must be cute the first time as a celebrity to be like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll sign an autograph. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, uh, this is so annoying. (laughs) I I mean, mini weekends gotta be awful. Like there's no escaping it. Like they'd have to stay in their hotel, like Michael Jordan, where he just had to stay in his, um, hotel room because if he left, it would just be people up his ass. Yeah. But that's weird. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's show. Uh, again, subscribe to us at Wrestling Elitist Podcast on subscribe. Visit us at Wrestling Elitist Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you'll see our latest articles highlighted. We're going to have some content, as mentioned, with a Jeff Hardy article. Uh, and then we'll get some uh, reviews of some uh, Ring of Honor stuff down the line and then a review of Rampage as well. Uh, again, please check out my article on Jay White and Wrestling Free Agency. If you go to our Twitter page, you'll see our what's that the link tree thing? Link tree, baby. Link tree, okay. And that's where we have all of our kick-ass merch that's making us trillionaires, that's sending our children to college. Uh, so you can find that fantastic Trump quality level. merchandise there. Um yeah, and then again, if you like the podcast, please uh, subscribe to us and share it with a friend in the internet wrestling community just to continue to build the show. We've been able to build it organically, and we've been etching up on most popular wrestling broadcasts. Or the podcasts. most popular. Yeah, I think we were one of the most popular um, when we were miscategorized. We were like the most popular like Christian wrestling something it was just like oh, some yeah. random shit like alex hey. told me that one time everyone loves creed so yeah, everyone yeah. can love us <laughs> the, the most popular wrestling podcast that also is uh involved with creed scott Stapp. uh i think it's just because of my hair they all think that yeah i think i do fucking scott scott Stapp covers when i'm <laughs> on the weekend I just rip off a couple of choruses to hire and can you take me higher all right, well, enough of me Enjoy singing. That. We'll get we'll hand things off to Richard Rude. Hit the music.